Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. I love Ann Edwards. That guy's so awesome. You know what? We have been absolutely blessed here. And I can't believe I'm saying this in this godforsaken sports town. With some unbelievable, phenomenal young sports talent. I have a feeling some of those phenomenal young sports talented uh, athlete types are going to find their way into Mackie and Judd's statements today, as we do on Mondays. Uh, a quick, just a quick alert for the audience here. We are in full Vikings free agency watch mode right now. And so this is going to be a little bit more of an abbreviated edition of Mackie and Judd as we put our eggs in the purple daily basket today. Like we're literally on high, we're recording this as the tampering window opens. And so we're just on high alert for breaking Vikings news. Judd has already reported that the Vikings are a finalist for former Seahawks cornerback Shaq Griffin. So, uh, so that's a thing, but boys, why don't we start out with some statements on this Monday? And by the way, powered by our friends at Wamatech. Wamatech is here to help you with your broken down phone, tablet, or laptop. If you have been frustrated by some of these winter sports teams at times, waiting for that beacon of light, that young shining star to save the franchise, and maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe you cracked your phone in the process. I don't know. Well, Wamatech sources pre-owned devices directly and passes the savings on to you guys. They'll even buy your old device for cash. Buy, sell, trade in, whatever you need. Wamatech.com. That's W-A-M-A-T-E-K. Dot com. Judd, we'll go Judd, Phil, Dax. We'll go around the room a few times here. Statements from the weekend. Judd Zolgat. Okay, so lead us considering what we saw on Friday night at the X and then on Sunday night at uh, Target Center, I'm going to go with a statement that I actually put out on Twitter uh, on Friday at some point. Kirill Kaprizov of the Wild and Ant Edwards of the Timberwolves need a poster, and you can throw Justin Jefferson on it too. That's right. These three need to be on a poster that kids can hang in their rooms. And hell, there will be some adults that hang that same poster in their dens. When it comes to those three, here's the thing. Here's statement two off of that that I love. Not only are these exceptionally talented young men who are very good at what they do, but, and we have seen guys that don't do this, they love to play the game that they play. They all look like they're having a great time. They all make it look like a lot of fun. 
those three, somebody, some marketing genius somewhere needs to put those three together on a poster and start selling it because it will roll off the shelves. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of amazing. I feel like we, about a year ago, it was like, all right, who's the rising star for the while? I guess Kaprizov's going to be here at some point. And the Timberwolves, you're like, okay, well, Carl Anthony Towns, but he's been around for five or six years and just doesn't seem to have that leadership quality that an A superstar caliber player has. And, and the Vikings always have, like, you know, Dalvin Cook for a while, but it really does look like with the three guys you just mentioned that there is a new era and there is a nice little five to ten year window here for all three of those guys to just own this town right now, along with Miguel Sano and Byron yeah, stop, Bucks. Stop. Uh-oh. Have you, but have you ever seen, have you seen three guys at the same time who come here and, and not only excel, but look like they're having a great time doing it? Like, they look like they're enjoying this. This is fun for them. It is so refreshing to see players that look like they understand the opportunity that they're getting and embrace it. It is, and Kaprizov, too, this is the best part. When fans are allowed back in the X soon here, and hopefully that place will be filled after not too long, watching him in person is unbelievable. It's insane. Like TV, it's good. But when you watch him away from the puck and all of the things that he does and his combination of strength and elite skill and just the talent, my God, you talk about worth the price of admission, Kirill Kaprizov is worth the price of admission. Yeah. All right. Uh, Statement number one from me here sort of piggybacks off of what Judge just said. Anthony Edwards had his signature game last night and in the process put two future pro basketball Hall of Famers in the spin cycle and embarrass them. What a game from him last night against now Carmelo Anthony's not quite the player that he used to be, but he's still, he's still a key player for a team that's going to make the playoffs and maybe do some damage. Right. And Damian Lillard, another first ballot hall of famer dude. Like he was taking step back threes over those guys last night. He was posterizing guys in the paint. He even did the Carmelo three to the head taunting as he great. backed away from like his fourth three of the that game. It was fantastic. Good. I love it. Good for him. I mean, he has, and and I think if you watch him the last couple of games too, just what, what Chris Finch has been able to uh, really hammer home with him since the All-Star break. Now, he, he got a little three happy at times last night, and he had a couple of heat checks, and he was making them last night. But the fact that he's just barreling his way into the paint and getting to the rim at that Dwayne Wade game. And he's a better, he's, he's not a great three-point shooter, but he's a better three-point shooter than Dwayne Wade was at that point in his career. Um, I just, I loved what he brought last night. And the fact that he's, he's, it seems like too, he's, he's like the spiritual leader of the team too. Carl Anthony Towns is a, is the most talented player and the best player on the team. But he mopes and he complains to officials and he's not, he's not like the beacon of positivity that people gravitate toward, right? He just doesn't quite have that personality. And some of it's the stuff that he's gone through in his life. I'm not blaming him for being a little bit, uh, a little bit of an Eeyore personality wise sometimes, but like when Ricky Rubio, who got sent to the line about a hundred times in the final <laughs> 90 seconds of the game, Rubio gets sent to the line and finally has a chance to ice the game, putting him up by four points with like five seconds to go. And Anthony Edwards comes up from behind, just like jumping for joy and like slaps Ricky on the back. Like, dude, you just won the game with that free throw. And Rubio's like, oh, uh, yeah, we have eight wins. Uh, cool. Good talk. Right. I just love the energy. I love the game. And I love that Chris Finch is sort of molding the game to be more efficient 
And last night was the signature for for Ant Edwards. That was a lot of fun. And and Jim Pete said this too, and he, he's exactly right. Jim Pete again said last night, I wish Cat would stop complaining because it's starting to rub off on Ant, and we don't need that. And he's exactly right. Like Ant brings, it, it's like Ant doesn't know how bad the Wolves have been for so long yet, and so he's not he's not Wolvesified, which is fantastic <laughs> because he still like likes to win. Like those guys are like, okay, we finally won a game, right? Ant's like, no, hell no, no, we won, we got a W. It's turning around, which the majority of people with that franchise are like turning around. You don't know nothing, but who cares? Yeah, he is the he is without question the heartbeat of this team. Like he is, yeah. he is its personality, and I'll go back to just like Kaprizov, it makes it fun for fans. It makes it fun for me just to yeah. watch these guys who enjoy, who actually enjoy this, as opposed to, oh god, it's another Timberwolves game, or oh god, it's the boring same old Wild. No, it's not. Yeah, and you know what? Like some people might be, you know, listening to this or watching it and thinking, you guys, you guys are so fixated on personality. I think in basketball. Your game matters the most, but personality in terms of leadership and getting buy-in and just like when when you've been as down in the dumps as the Wolves have been for the better part of 15 years, and even in, in those 15 years, the one year that they did make the playoffs was kind of a down in the dumps, just uncomfortable it was year. It yelling here. Yeah. And. So when, <laughs> when, when you've been in the doldrums as long as this franchise has been, so there, there are some players, most players, I think, sort of feed into that, and then it just becomes a complain fest, and woe is us, and everything's going against us. And Towns kind of feeds into that side of it. He's still wildly talented, and he's, and I still want him on this team. But he does kind of feed into, like, the, oh, here we go again. Like, oh, I got fouled. It's like Anthony Edwards is out there as if this team's coming off three championships. Like, he's he's – He's bringing solutions to the table yep. with his game and with his personality that I love. Yep. And it's a joy to watch. And hopefully he keeps putting up 27, 34 points or whatever and posterizing guys every other night. All right, my initial statement. My first one, it's from a, it's a, it's a hockey one, similar to Judd's, but it's the Minnesota Wild are for real. The Minnesota Wild are absolutely for real. I know they've wow. beaten up on some just horrible teams in the bottom of the West, and that's deserving. You should beat up on them. But they take two in a row against the Vegas Golden Knights. They also make their ends meet against Arizona. You know, I saw a stat from our friends at MoneyPuck.com, which is an analytics site, and they've taken a bunch of factors like expected goal rates, your save percentage. And right now, the Minnesota Wild have the second best odds to win the entire Stanley Cup. Let me repeat that. The Minnesota Wild. How did they get there? Have the second best odds. Well, Buzz Killington, I, like, I, no, I, I like think them, this is great. They're not there yet. You know, I saw some tweets. Don't rush it. I saw some tweets like that. Yes. Oh, uh, well, Vegas isn't in there, so I don't know if I consider that uh, to be really that great. Well, okay, Buzz Killington, I, I think this is awesome that the Wild have the second best odds to win the Stanley Cup. You have your young players like Kirill Kaprizov and Joel Erickson Eck and Kevin Fiala stepping up. Capo Kakadin is also playing well. Cam Talbot shuts out the Coyotes and plays well in the next game too. One goal. I mean, really, what, I know the center position is something they maybe should address, and by maybe, probably should address. But there, sure. isn't, there isn't a weakness <laughs> on this team. There really isn't a strong, like, deficiency on this oh, team. No, no, I'm oh, all in. The Wild are for real. Well, they are, but they don't. My statement. The, the center position is pretty I'm damn in. important. I'm all in. I am leaning in to this. 
Wow, Judd M and J drops page. We need the hot take police. Yeah. It's somewhere like in the second column on the left there. Should say hot take caps. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to re- reiterate. Declan just said there is not. Oh, I, 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 the way you did that was clever though. You said, you know, they've got this gaping hole at center. They should maybe address. But other than that, they I'm don't have Lincoln. a flaw. There's not a hole in the head here. Take Cops is recorded on location with the men and women of Sports Talk. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in Hot Take Court. Yeah. All, right. all right, kill it. Okay, so, all right, flesh this out. You don't get to say that without... So I will say, in defense of Declan, the Wild has the sixth best goal differential, too, yep. in the NHL right now. They're just two sure points that. behind Vegas mm-hmm. um, in, in the Western Division right now. And they have an above 500 road record as well. I think sometimes road success can be telling as to like how sustainable is uh, is is are your winning ways. So, all right, so defend your position. You think that they have no flaws and they're the second second most likely team <laughs> yeah. to win the Stanley Cup? They're the second best team uh. to win the Stanley Cup. They're they're definitely the second best team in the West right now. I would say Vegas is better. I'll give them Vegas is better. They're deeper. They've been there. They have players around there that have done that. But I, I, I look at the West and how weird things are getting in hockey this year. You have to expect the randomness, okay? So the randomness is also helping the Minnesota Wild. This is going to be a good thing. You'll continue to beat up on the bad teams. You're going to put yourself in a good position to be in the playoffs. If you get, and especially, if you get the legitimate center, I don't see how you couldn't be completely all in on this team. Okay, let me say this. Your statement is absolutely correct. They are for real. Like, they're a very nice team. Developing as well. Where I can't buy in is saying they don't have a weakness when they clearly do. They have weaknesses. Okay. The center position is a problem. Victor Rast disagrees. They have a power know. play that we were celebrating yesterday because it's operating at like 8.7%. That's fine. They've so been, there are weaknesses, but they are for real, and they're a fun team, and Kaprizov takes them. That's the only problem. If I could fix hockey people, and by, by that, <laughs> coaches and players— the only thing is I'd love to turn off that chip in their brain that doesn't allow them to rave about certain players because Friday night they're all like, yeah, but Kaprizov's line was fantastic too, and they all played a great game and blah, blah. No! You got one <laughs> player and he's a bleeping superstar, okay? Like, just tell me he's a superstar. Just Here's Dean. Dean Evison. I'm talking to you. Here's the line. Without him, we'd be sunk. What do you think? Okay? That's the line. Not, oh, we're all played great. It's fantastic. No, you got a superstar. And by the way, good for you. 20 years in, you deserve one. Since February, since they hired Dean Evason. They're very good. I do like them. Since the Wild have hired Dean Evason about a year ago, the Wild's 25 regular season wins are the second most in the NHL. Only Vegas has more. Yeah. Wow. They are for real. They just have have weaknesses. I'm all in. Leaning in. Old tweets expose me. Old takes expose me. I'm all in. Come on. Amazing. Amazing. All right. right. Judge Zilgad. All right. Off the ant. Edwards' point, but to extrapolate it, I'm going to tell you this. Because Finchie has used a bunch of different combinations. Like, he's trying to find what what he likes, and I think he's actively trying to see players at different times. The Wolves off Finchie's combinations are at their best when they go young and exciting. And by that, I mean McDaniels, Noel, Vanderbilt at times. But I, look, Carl Anthony Towns should play a ton. I like Nas. But when the Wolves go with, you know, super stabilizer, leader, 
Ricky Rubio, right? Like they sort of slow things down and teams allow him to shoot and don't care. Jalen Noel is fun. And I think he's for real. And I would start him and play him a ton. But the Wolves, when when they have guys like Noel, McDaniels, Ant, Cat on the court as a positionless basketball team, gentlemen, they are a fun team to watch. And it's been a while since I have felt like the Wolves as a unit were a fun team. They yeah, want some they've, games that are fun. You know, the Wolves, we've talked about, the Wolves have a lot of just smart bloggers and podcasters and uh, and people who break down film better than I do. And the biggest knock on Ryan Saunders and ultimately the reason why he got let go midseason is because the Wolves roster is better and has more intriguing players than the output was suggesting. Like the record and they would just get beat by 20 points, 30 points on a regular basis. And that carried over into the first five games after the firing, too. But once Chris Finch, who's known as a brilliant X's and O's coach, and the biggest question is, okay, as a head coach in the NBA, how well is he going to be able to connect with the younger players and communicate? Because it's one thing to be a coordinator and an X's and O's guy. It's another thing to be able to put your arm around some of these guys, either uh, to, to, to talk them up or to put them in their place. And it's the communication part of it. Well, the Blazers are no joke. I mean, I, I don't think the Blazers are going to win the title. I think the Blazers are probably on that second tier of teams in the NBA. And the Wolves have played them tough, and they beat them last night. They were up by 14 points with six minutes to go. And you start to take a trip up and down the guys who played well in that game last night. And Judd, you like he is in McDaniels. Didn't, McDaniels was, was out from uh, uh, with with COVID protocol last night, so they didn't even they didn't even have one of their best young players last yep. night. But Chris Finch has been able to take some of these young guys, put them in situations where they can thrive more. Ant Edwards, probably the number one beneficiary of this. But Jalen Noel, maybe one of the, the like the third or fourth beneficiary of this. So I'm I'm with you on that one. It is kind of interesting that Carl Anthony Towns seems to be in some of these Chris Finch coached games. Sometimes he'll be featured to the point where he like, you know, triple double or yep. but like last night, he only took nine shots yep. in 40 minutes. Yep. And committed a bunch of turnovers, and sometimes it seemed like he was mentally more distracted by bad calls than than actually playing the game. So that's something to watch, sort of the ups and downs of how Carl Anthony Towns uh, operates in this offense. But yeah, it is it's a fun bunch, and now, and now they're finally sort of maximizing some of the young player potential here. Absolutely. Real quick before we get to the next statement, a quick shout out to uh, some new friends of the show. We've got new friends on Mackie and Judd. And uh, I don't know how much this applies to Judd because PXG makes very nice golf clubs. Declan and I are not great at golf. Judd, the last time he golfed was on camera like three years ago, and he (laughs) did win the Judd Athlete Challenge. Yes. I retired, unretired, and then immediately retired again. Yep. So Declan and I are are still active golfers. Mm -hmm. We are trying to become better golfers. And as part of that, PXG Minneapolis is a golfer's paradise. Right now, they're stocked with PXG's newest goodies, the new Gen 4 golf clubs, drivers, fairways, hybrids, irons, PXG's flagship clubs, and hands down the best performing sticks PXG has ever made, which is saying something. So um, if you want some amazing clubs, if you want apparel to look sharp, we can get Judd some golf apparel. I can get some apparel. Some oh, PXG apparel. I'd love some Scott, golf apparel. Stella would love it. Stella would love oh, it. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I'm all over the apparel. I know it's a different brand that he wears, but get some, get some Ricky Fowler orange from head oh, to toe yeah. for Judd in the PXG. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like a big grapefruit. <laughs> 
We should get him uh, one of the little. I'd look like an oversized orange. We should get one of the Bryson DeChambeau like little little hats oh, that no. he wears. I could do that. I could see it. Little Bruce big Arians, both little, big little, guys. Little DeChambeau, Bruce Me Arians. Me and DeChambeau. Look. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're both it. big Amazing. men. So uh, if you if you're into apparel or amazing <laughs> golf clubs. Visit PXG Minneapolis in Southdale Center and find out more at pxg.com slash Minneapolis. Also, Federated Mutual Insurance Company has been a partner on Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily for a number of years. And they've been partnering with business owners in the state of Minnesota for over 100 years. Federated recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources, industry resources at your fingertips, industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. Find out more and get registered at federatedinsurance.com. Click on My Shield or download the app. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Um, we're trying to keep the Vikings conversations on this show a little bit more big picture because mm-hmm. there are so many things happening minute by minute, and Purple Daily is going to be all over those. But my next statement is a Vikings-related statement. Fix your offensive line before you fix other things. But it sounds like as of the recording of this, you know, Judd is reporting the Vikings are a finalist for Shaq Griffin, who's a cornerback, and that they're interested in the two Cincinnati defensive ends in Carl Lawson, uh, Dunlap and Lawson. So I think if, if you have a chance to fix your offensive line with Joe Tooney, spend that money first and then bring defensive players in second. But, Mike Zimmer is going to Mike Zimmer, and I don't know if that's exactly what they're going to be doing over the next couple days of legal tampering. We'll see. Yeah, and it's also a case of right or wrong, the Vikings perceive themselves because of Zim and Spielman's contract status as being in a win-now, must-win, right? So you're going to have some moves here, and they're great fun to talk about, and if they come through, they're fun to watch and they're fun to uh, pontificate on. Um, but I think if you really sit down and think about it, there is a question, is this the right move for a franchise that had had some hopes for 2020 and fell apart and basically now is going to take the formula of trying to run things back with an improved roster a little bit, and if it doesn't work, people are gone. So, so like, there is a discussion. There's a big picture, a 10,000-foot view discussion to be had here about if this approach is the smart and right one, but in typical Vikings fashion and this is a credit to them too it's never boring like they're always involved in some something and you really and this is why what they're doing right now guys is exactly why they so rarely have that three and 13 four and 12 season right because they're always good enough to avoid that through moves but the question is are you building yourself up to be a super bowl contender or are you building yourself up just to be competitive and a lot of times it's it's the latter, not the former. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Amen. I think real quick, um, I, just to, just to answer Judd's statement or reaction to my statement, I think they live in fear almost of being three and thirteen, and it keeps them nine and seven, ten and six, and one and done in the playoffs. And they don't oftentimes take the step back that's necessary to reevaluate, reset, draft a quarterback, or whatever it may be to get to Super Bowl success. Uh, but they're going to try it their way again this offseason, and they're going to run it back as much as possible and reload. And then we'll see if people still have jobs in about, I don't know, <laughs> 10 months from now. That's really well put. That's very accurate. We'll see. Oh, man. Very All right, accurate. Dex. Uh, my second statement, it is, the future is now, old man, end quote. Quit talking to me like that. Um, and it could be directed to Judd. It could be directed 
to a lot of people. But you look at right now in the state of Minnesota sports, okay, I'm talking Kaprizov, Fiala, <laughs> Ant Edwards, Justin Jefferson, Danzler, Kirloff, Rooker. I mean, the, the future is now. you got a bunch of young players who are elevating Minnesota sports, and it's phenomenal to see. Obviously, forgot to mention my guy, my guy, Jaden McDaniels, too, in that group. There is a bunch of young stars across the entire board right now in the Minnesota sports scene who are making things fun. And look, the old guard was great. Some You need veterans here and there. Obviously, you need to supplement your roster with some veterans. But with the way things are trending on all fronts right now, with the Wild and the Twins and the Vikings and the Wolves, the future is now, old man, and get used to it. This is it. This is this is the new norm, and I love to see it. Patience. Yeah, it is. It is. Patience, it is a blast. I don't, I don't. Sorry. Go ahead, Judd. Oh, I, I said patience, my young friend. But I mean, he's. It's fun. It is fun. It is fun. I, I am not for one second going to uh, rip the fact that it feels like, even if they're not prepared to pop completely, that there are a few teams, mostly probably the Wild and Twins, that feel like they should, that they're getting there and that they're seriously competitive now consistently. Of course, that does include the Twins finally winning a playoff game. Yeah. I digress. Yeah. All right. Judd, you're up next. All right. Um, let's see here. What do I want? All right. You know what? I'm going to go with a baseball statement because we draw closer and closer to opening day. Maeda will start for the Twins. And if you guys have looked at the Twins schedule, they will open against the Brewers in Milwaukee, which leads to my next statement because it is going to drive Declan and mostly Phil absolutely crazy when I make the statement. Major League Baseball's decision to abandon the DH in National League parks for this season means that Nelson Cruz will be a pinch hitter in the Twins' season opening series. He will be. <laughs> there is. I don't think there's any way in God's green earth that you can shoehorn, shoehorn him uh, onto the field. So one of the Twins' most dynamic players will open, and it'll be short, I get that, but nonetheless, opening day will be a pinch hitter extraordinaire. God. Yeah, because you know what baseball needs after after last season where they had labor disagreements and they argued about how to divvy up you know, a multi-billion dollar chunk of pie and their favorability ratings went down. And 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 now we're going to come out of this this exciting March Madness period and NFL free agency, everything. All right, baseball. Now it's your turn again. Uh, we need uh we need the number four starter with a 183 batting average, taking his hacks instead of Nelson Cruz. Like that's we need Kenta Maeda standing in the corner of the batter's box out of fear, <laughs> watching three pitches go by instead of Nelson Cruz. All right, Thielen can't talk. play opening day because the AFC has rules against more than one receiver being on the field. Like that's what that is. I know it's amazing. Adam Thielen but... is ineligible for. You know what? He can he can play a couple snaps. Listen, I'm uh, I'm I'm preparing for like the 17th straight year for my in-depth 16 team fantasy baseball season and I feel You're like I'm one out? of like only 100 people that plays fantasy baseball. Wait, you moved to Seattle, just drop out. No. No, I'm, I'm I I love the league. It's a fun league. <laughs> crazy league? I love the league. Crazy league. Crazy league. I, the Phil Mackey story. I, I, but, Phil's book, I love the league. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like there's less excitement and less intrigue going into this baseball season than really any baseball season in my lifetime. That's what it feels like. (laughs) 
Uh, Anyways, who's next? Um, Dex, yep. go ahead. I, okay. I, I I fired my two main statements. You, you go got ahead. it. Uh, mine is Kent, and this goes without a little bit without saying. But after him being named the opening day starter and him his performance so far in the spring, it's it's Kent Amaya is your ace. Obviously, we want everyone always wants the Twins to go out and sign big bucks. And hey, why aren't they in on Trevor Bauer? Why aren't they in on you know maybe making a big trade for for a Chris Archer or or, or even a Blake Snell? I should say. But at the same time, Kent Amaya was the runner up for Cy Young last year. He's off to a great start this spring. He is your ace. And look, the Dodgers, for God's sakes, like I, it, it's insanely frustrating. And as it is cool watching them just crap out or just put out pitching talent. All like Dustin May is basically their five starter, and Dustin May is an ace on two thirds of of the league. That man has better salad than you do, Declan. That's fine. Dustin May's salad yep. is awesome. It's one of the few times I will wear another hair jean, or I will give props to someone else who is not my great mop of hair, which I got cut on Friday, and I look great. Uh, but at the yeah, same you time, a lot. I do. I do pay a lot because I'm bougie, and I, I you get what you pay for. Okay, if you want to go to in a in a, in a lower tier haircut what place, what does this one cost? I uh, before tip or after tip? After tip, eighty five bucks. Oh my god, eighty five dollars. <laughs> oh my god, get off this show. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm glad okay, you're gone. But here's the thing. I Let's made, get AJ. This in is an, <laughs> this is another statement. He's a normal guy. It's another statement in a statement. What you get? A, I get a haircut. Every 10 weeks, that's five times a year. That's really not that much money. That's not what? that much money. It's five times a year. If I get a haircut five, five times a year, every 10 weeks, it's 52 weeks in a year. That's not that much money. Like, you're only, it's not that big of a deal. Get what you pay for. Okay, so uh, you pay within $400 a, a year for hair work. Yes, and I gladly do, man. I, you think this happens overnight? You think I can roll up looking like this? No, I can't. I, this takes care. This takes product. It takes it takes someone's great hands to be a through. I will follow them to the ends of the earth for what they do to this mop of hair. From here Declan, to here, I don't have a lot going for me. Have you have you ever I just wanna I just wanna see how worth it it is, okay? Have you face. ever landed a date or another date because ooh, let me run my fingers through your hair? Uh I will I say I, well off. well, how do I want to phrase that? Uh I will just say my my hair is a good complimentary piece to who I am. Oh, Let me just say oh, that. Okay? Why? why did we go there? Okay, that's all I got to say. Oh, my God. That's all I got to say. Oh, no. So we, just, we, we just hijacked a Kentamaita statement and turned it completely into me, but it, uh, but that's totally all right. By the way, Kentamaita is your ace, and and yes, I pay a lot for haircuts. Uh, real quick here, we just there's been a million breaking news nuggets because we're recording this as the NFL tampering period opens up. Pat Elfline has a new home. Pat Elfline has reached an agreement on a three-year, $13.5 million contract, including $6 million fully guaranteed with the Carolina Panthers, according to Adam Schefter. Your guys' thoughts? What are the Panthers doing? <laughs> what are the Panthers? Look, Pat Elfline, I still will say this, was a good rookie center who suffered two devastating injuries that year and was never the same. Okay? Like, just call me. Hey, how's Elfline? <laughs> Broken down. Okay, thanks. Bye. There's your conversation. Seriously, Oops, give him six million guaranteed. <laughs> what, what, why? Like I feel, I, I feel That's... bad for him, but he's broken down. I feel bad for whoever the next quarterback is in Carolina. It's not going to be my guy, Teddy. Teddy, get out of there, man. Get out. Oof. Teddy, Any final statements from you guys before Teddy we might be a backup? Oh yeah, I got one football one. Okay, <clears throat> it involves. Um, the Vikings' chief rival. My statement. 
The Packers' decision to re-sign Aaron Jones, a running back, to a four-year, $48 million contract probably just cost Aaron Rodgers another quality target. Like, here I thought the Packers were going the right route, right? Like, Aaron Jones, you've been great for us, but we've got guys who we could pay a lot less to because we're going to pursue another quality receiver to pair with Devontae Adams. And guess who's going to benefit? The quarterback who's been ticked off at us for a year plus now. And instead, you re-sign a running back to a big contract. Why? Why? What are you? What yeah, are you doing? The, the, they're they're doing it. I think out of fear of irritating Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they, Aaron Rodgers was loud and clear at the end of the season, right when they got beat in the NFC Championship game, and he's basically like, ah, "I've got a lot a lot of things to think about. Teams got a lot of things to think about." I think yeah. they're they're paralyzed now by okay, yeah, we. Boy, we really screwed this up last year when we drafted for the future. So now let's make sure that we don't let star running back go into free agency. Well, it's like they're, they're getting it all backwards. They should have drafted a receiver in the first round last year, and they should have let their star running back walk and sign somewhere else. So good for the Vikings that the Packers keep making these ridiculously stupid missteps. Now, having 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 him in the lineup for 2021 yep. is going to be problematic for the Vikings, but long-term, but and if- the Vikings have the same problem with Dalvin Cook's contract, but... Yeah. If you're Rodgers, okay, wouldn't you have thought, okay, the running back was really good, and now he's gone, so now I can finally get another receiver? Like, that's the whole thing is, and they're like, oh, no, no, the Vikings-Dalvin Cook idea, that's the way to go. It's a run-first league. I'm sorry. I just I don't understand that thinking, and I don't understand continuing continuing to put your eggs in, in a basket that if I have that quarterback to me – like, I want a good running back. I don't need a great one. What do I want? Another target for him. Can you imagine if they had if they had Devontae and a second guy who was damn good? What a nightmare that team could be. And instead yeah. they're all they're all like, oh no, no, he'll he'll make do with this guy and that guy and that guy. And he's basically been telling them for how long now? How about we get me some more help? And they're like, We got you a running back again. I, I just yeah. confuses me. By the way, uh, Joe, why don't you? Uh, you just tweeted something out here during the segment here. We've had Shefty bombs throughout the morning. Why don't you drop a Judd bomb? Do you here? want it? <laughs> Do you want it? Okay. So the um, legal tampering period it is eleven forty-five a.m. right now, or forty. The legal tampering period began at eleven a.m., so offers could be made at that point. Uh, the Vikings, I'm told, have made an offer to Griffin. They have made an offer to um, Carl Lawson. And not surprisingly, Joe Tooney on their radar in a big way. But the problem is he is getting a ton of calls. And I hate to be Buzz Killington here, but Joe Tooney is going to get offers from teams that have just a ton of cap room. So he would literally need to think that your team was on the precipice of winning a Super Bowl, probably to take your contract. Yep. And that's fair. There's there are other guards available. Zeitler was one of them. And so that's that's interesting that he came right off the board and the Ra- the Ravens swooped him right up. Yep. Um, if the Vikings could wind up with a defensive star and still wind up with one of the guards lower on the board, but still like I'm just looking at my guard free agency rankings here, boys. <laughs> Your big board. Um, you got the big board out, Phil. I've got the big. I've got the big, big, big board out here. I've got on on ProFootballFocus.com. I've got it sorted by guards. I've got offensive guards, defensive pass rushers, and cornerbacks all on one list here, and it's glorious. Um, 
our guy from uh from the Steelers. Can't remember his last name, but he was like ninety sixth overall yep. on Pro Football Focus's board. Mm-hmm. And so like they could wind up going down and finding someone who's not as good as Tooney, but who's a lot better than Dakota Dozier for a lot less money than Tooney. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they've already maybe maybe these initial you know, if there's if there's ten teams and five have more cap room or all in on Joe Tooney, then maybe they've already pivoted. Like this might be moving that fast in the first oh, forty five minutes. It's fast and furious. Fast and furious. Yeah. And and there is another NFC North team in on Tooney. So there, there's mm-hmm. competition there from within the division from a team that the Vikings would probably really rather not have him go to. Mm. Yeah, the Lions are really so. Yeah, a, really yeah. The Detroit, if the Detroit yeah. Lions don't scare you, because they're going to break kneecaps. Like what the Lions are going to do in 2021 is they're going to break kneecaps. <laughs> by the way, Matt Matt Filer is the name of the guard that I was trying to think of here. Projected by Pro Football Focus to get a two year, twelve million dollar contract from somebody. He's been ranked 32nd, 19th, and 35th out of 80 qualified guards the last three seasons. Pro Football Focus. So not a star, but a lot better than Dakota Dozier. And if you're moving Ezra Cleveland to left tackle, you might need both guard positions to be filled. So that's a name to keep an eye on, I think, in the second wave once some of these big contracts come off the board. So, boys, good good statement session there. We, yeah. had, a, we had a hot take police pullover. We had Declan I mean, a lot talking of, about how, how his hair helps his dating life. A lot of, a lot of Declan hot, hot, take, hot takes in the statement. $80 for a haircut. It's 85. Not, 85. They should sponsor you. They, hey, you should I, go to I them and get not, a sponsor. You know what, men? Don't be afraid to get that elite haircut. You need to take care of your scalp and your skin. Okay, I've been trying to tell Judd this for years. My you, zit's gone. Well, yeah, but you because you use Dial Bar soap on your face. It's not Dial Bar soap. It's a it's a body wash. You should, I just body sm- wash. Smather it go, on there. Uh, this is your head. This is your face. This is your body. You don't put the body wash up here, man. You don't put shampoo on your legs. That's the equivalent of what you're oh, doing. Or do you? No, you don't. Oh, my do you, God. Do you shampoo your legs? There's no. nothing like a good shampooing oh of the God. legs, is there, Phil? Oh, my God. <laughs> Just a lot of shampoo. Because there's hair there. You can have... Yeah, that's good stuff. We're going we're gonna to wrap the show on that go. note. We got to go. Legal, uh, thanks tam- for hanging out legal tampering. It's legal tampering. <laughs> please subscribe to the Score North and Purple Daily YouTube channels. And please check us out on the Score North app, which, by the way, we gave $100 this morning to Paul Geifer from Minneapolis. We're doing a hundred dollars a day to someone who opens the score North app from now until March 26th. And that person will also be entered to win the $10,000 prize pack from one of our nine partners. So Paul, thanks for hanging out with us on the score North app. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Whether it's Baker's simple truth, Turkey or Mac and cheese with Murray's English cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Tread. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. 
All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at onepeloton.com.